Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the eighth episode of Finding Extraordinary. There are so many people out there. I mean, last I checked on Apple Podcasts, live shows, there were over 700 and I think 5,000. So you're starting off with a competition of over 705,000 other shows. Now, I remember a few years ago when I was getting started, I think I heard that the number was around like between like two and 400, if that. And so even then is amazing. Like just like to start knowing that that's your competition, right? But we have so many people who have made it their, their passion project, their profession now to just make the best fucking content ever, like video, audio, sick edits. And so I think we, that's what, what I'm getting at is I think that's what prevents a lot of people from starting and creating their, their biggest passion project, the thing that's weighing on their heart, their biggest idea, the thing, honestly, that we're all waiting to hear and watch, but people don't take action because they think everybody else's competition. They think that everybody else's sound or video is better. And so they either don't get started or they do and then just get stuck in comparison syndrome and then just never release it or never follow through and just fade away. I want to introduce you to Chase Tuning. In late 2017, Chase quit his corporate job and became the owner of his own business, which includes Ever Forward Radio. Ever Forward Radio is his own podcast that already has well over 1 million downloads, and it's still growing. The other part of Chase's business includes EverForward Coach. This is where Chase personally coaches anyone who wants to up their game in fitness, in nutrition, or in business in general. Can you imagine quitting your job right now? Can you imagine doing that? in the hopes to build your own business around something that brings you fulfillment and aligns with all of your personal intentions. Chase did that, and he is thriving. In this podcast, you get to know him, the way he thinks, the way he's been able to become absolutely extraordinary, and live a life ever forward. Let's get it started. truth is, no one is born extraordinary, but everyone has extraordinary inside of them. It just has to be found. Welcome back to Finding Extraordinary. I am your host, Seth Markson. Each and every episode will deliver an exciting guest or message that will expand your mind and provide insight that will help unlock the secrets to finding your extraordinary. Thank you for spending some time with me. Let's get it started. Um, Seth, I guess officially welcome to the show, man. Um, Thanks for having we're, me. We're like, welcome welcome to my show, your show. Yeah, and like welcome, welcome to my show as well. Yeah, <laughs> I've done a few of these. Uh, I call them a double whammy. Um, it's just when two people have a show or kind of have like the same or similar platform and we can just have a great conversation and it just works so well on both sides and it's cool you know your podcast my podcast our content will like will bring the families together man oh of course yeah. and that's that's the whole point it's like we were talking about off air uh it's all about getting all the information and then sharing yeah. that with other people because yeah. i i know you have talked to brilliant minds and and you know 
you're a brilliant mind yourself. The way you put everything together, is, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you questions and break that down because I'm Come very down, very yeah, curious man. as to how you did it yeah. and how you're doing it, um, which I find fascinating. But the whole point is create all this content for you know the the viewer or the listener. What's up, world? Yeah, man. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's funny now. This year, as the show has grown, and I've really doubled down in terms of like my intention behind it and the planning and the, the, the guests and the growth and everything, the audio has really grown into now the video, so I try to film as many as possible. Um, it's just been a great situation moving to Southern California. There yeah. are just so many people here that I have more of the ability to connect in person. Not to say that I didn't back in D.C., um, but w that's where I started the show. January will be three years. Um, and I'm trying to think I had maybe, maybe like three or four tops in person interviews. Really? And yeah. Yeah. The rest were predominantly, yeah, I'm trying to think, yeah, like three or four. And I'm pretty sure my brother were two of them. <laughs> it doesn't really count. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and so just, you know, growing something organically, growing something remotely was tricky it was almost even easier just because someone's schedule, you don't really need to go anywhere. Um, I mean, you know, like getting over here today, like delays happen, LA happens. Um, and, and yeah, so just growing it organically, remotely worked well. And then once I kind of caught a little bit of that in-person vibe, which is what I thrive off of. I, I love, I'm a very much an extrovert. Uh, I love being around people. I love learning from them. That's why I, I loved my job and going to like conferences and all this stuff. And so it's just been amazing since being here, man. I try as much as possible to do it all in person. So, and you know, if you give yourself the opportunity, uh, you might as well thrive on it. Right. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, kind of, kind of the same thing, uh, being born and raised in Arizona. Um, you know, there's in, in I went to school in Phoenix and okay. every industry you could possibly want is in Phoenix. And, kind of the same as you i'm very extroverted i don't mind yeah. reaching out to people and i love really connecting um, yeah, with others yeah. and you know i'm just genuinely curious in them so i would do these things called informational interviews i meet with these people and talk to them and and find out everything that i possibly can and most of the time this was in uh the sports business world because okay. that's that's kind of what i was in um but then uh, life happens and I get jobs and, you know, move around and I end up out here in Southern California and there are just a lot of talented, creative people out here. And I'm not a saying lot, that there yeah. aren't in other places of the world or other places of the United States. It's a higher concentration for sure. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. trying to do something out here and it, that really fucking energizes me and yeah. I want to meet all of them. I really want to talk to them because I think the, the, the best thing that anyone can do is take an idea that they have that isn't isn't physical it's it's mm. just in their mind put it on paper or put it out in the world and then make it happen I, yeah it, yeah man it's fucking extraordinary yeah. to me when when things like that happen what was your idea what was your idea that you put you know pen to paper man um i've well i've tried a lot of shit and it didn't work and <laughs> yeah, i've tried yeah. some things and it did work uh yeah. You can talk to a lot of past girlfriends about that, and then, <laughs> but we'll 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 uh, harp on the podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast, um, like I was saying, I did a ton of informational interviews in Phoenix, led to jobs, uh, met a ton of people, and was that for uh, under the premise of a podcast, or were you? No, just, no, that was just like just like trying to like information seeking, get, get a job, get people to know who okay, I was. Okay, um, and at the time, I was really highly focused on getting a job in the sports industry. Yeah. 
and uh, I ended up working for ESPN in London. I oh, worked no for sure, CBS and CBS in San Francisco, then CBS Sports in LA, and um, I I really loved the reaching out part. I found out that like. Man, I loved connecting with people, yeah, letting people yeah. know who I was and learning from them and everything. Then I would get into the actual job, and sometimes it just it, it wasn't what I was looking for. But um, again, it was it was I I am so grateful for grateful for the opportunity to have sure. had yeah. that and learned from the amazing minds that I was able to work with. So um, when when I started uh, diving into building my own thing, I really tried to figure out what I what it was about me that I that I liked or the things that I was doing that I really really liked mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was the connection with people and the learning opportunities not just for myself but you know uh for other people when I would when I would sit down with with others and they would tell me something yeah I would think like man that is so smart I'm gonna start incorporating that into my life but shit other people should know this yeah other people huge. definitely need yeah. to know this so yeah, I would just, I would ask people for coffee, and they would be a little weirded out because they're like, "So you just want to like sit down and talk?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't totally. even know you do. <laughs> and they'd be like, "All right," and I just like tell them who I was and that I'm a little weird, and I just want to learn from them. And um, more of that started to happen. And uh, fast forward, I'm in Barcelona with a couple friends, and I'm like, "Hey guys." I've got this crazy idea. And they're like, what is it, Seth? And I was like, okay. So I feel like I have a lot of inspiring conversations with tons of people. Yeah. And I feel like I receive a ton of great information and it, and like a ton of wisdom from yeah. others. But I feel like others should be hearing It's not this. right for one person to have all yeah. of this. I'm with you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. guys. It's too good not to share. Exactly. I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> Wait, there, what year was this, by the way? This was 2017, okay. like the end of 2017. And mind you, I had no idea even how to start a podcast. So was, I, I'm always curious when people decide to kind of like start this platform because I would say in the past about two years, it's pretty common or it's become mm-hmm. more common, more well-known. I remember when I got the idea to start mine, it was summer or fall 2016 like summer 2016 and every other person, if not every person was like, what the hell is a podcast? Or when I would reach out to people want to get them on the show, they're like, what is this? I've never heard of a podcast or like, Oh yeah, I think one of my friends did one of these. It's like, you know, it's like radio. I'm like, like sort of kind of not really, but yeah, <laughs> it's cool to see just the, where not only how, when we get ideas and what we can create out of it this day and age, but just how the rest of the world is kind of, in alignment with that to their which i think makes things easier when anytime we want to create anything the more people that are receptive to it or at least know what it is you're talking about i think that adds some momentum i guess to us it adds kind of like some external validation i'm not saying like we need it but mm-hmm. just to know that what we want to do and create like the world is like yeah sure we're, we're familiar with that yeah and it's it's so uh cheesy i guess uh there, there's another word i'm thinking of but we'll use cheesy sure yeah and it, it kind of goes back to that saying where it's like, you know, if you let it out to the universe, the universe will give back to you. Yeah, absolutely. That whole thing. But it's fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, works. Yeah. And, uh, you know, case in point, I, I tell my friends, hey, I'm going to start this podcast. And they're looking at me. They're like, 
dude, we're kind of surprised you haven't started it already. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> oh. Like, we've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, okay, I guess I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll do it then, yeah? Yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, okay, anything else? And I'm, and I'm like, no, that's, that's it. That <laughs> can, was the big thing. Can we thing. get back to our tapas here? That's why we're in Spain. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, then it was uh, – the. The next part was the part I really, really liked because it, it really tested my my capabilities and, and learning. And it was like, okay, I have to figure out how to start a podcast and like yeah, and yeah. do it. And um, it sounds super complicated when you're first looking into it. Yeah. RSS feeds, hosting sites, like that kind of shit. I Cardioid hear that. mic, condenser mic, USB mic, uh, post production. Like, God, yeah, I just want to like record something. <laughs> Garage band. It's like yeah. what? Audition. Yeah, exactly. Audacity. Yeah. Blueberry. Libsyn. Yeah. Yeah. All the just flood of Google search results, man. Yeah, and that's that's all it was. Just Google it. Yeah. Googled it. I uh, I'm lucky. I have a friend who's like fucking amazing with sound, and he kind of taught me the difference in cables and like soundboards and things like that. So, um, yeah, I've seen in your videos. Um, how your setup and like you've got you know like the great little mix board there the soundboard mm -hmm. um you know shout out zoom i've been using the h6 recorder for forever um and just now almost three years later i'm getting to a point i'm actually looking at some full-blown like mixing boards and soundboards just because i'm trying to make it you know how can i dial it all dial it all in from the beginning to mm -hmm. optimize the sound even more so than what you know this setup gets me yeah, well, and then going to post production. So I I think Zoom is really the like that's the creme de la creme of of podcast sound. Uh, I don't know uh, equipment, right? Yeah, they just yeah. came out with a new one, uh, the L8. It's kind of like their big new mixing board. It's supposed to rival the like like geeking out. Everyone's probably like, we don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, <laughs> the Rode Procaster, the Rodecaster Pro. Okay, like their big kind of mixing board thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to spend more money <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the shit that really gets us excited because yeah, it is yeah, cool yeah. it's like yeah. oh man i get to try, i get to try this now uh, yeah. and like it's the little things in the sound that i'm sure you and i and others who are in this space are just like oh oh yeah yeah no that sounds way better yeah and meanwhile like a listener's like yeah i, I don't know what you guys are talking exactly. about exactly i mean and you were just there yesterday you know shout out adam sal and justin like the whole crew up in yes, my um i was floored when i went to their studio December 2017 and I was like oh my like this is no no wonder you guys sound so good and they're like yeah we quickly realized through a lot of sounding dumb literally sounding dumb but also the words that come out of our mouth um that if we want to do this right and I say this all the time now you have to honor the platform on which you're working and podcasting I mean we're filming and stuff nowadays but mm -hmm. it's audio first and they they beat the shit out of that Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so the, the more you can do to just maximize that and honor the platform on which you're working, I mean, you're already starting off from a huge learning curve. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I think another important thing about that is uh, respecting the fact that you don't know everything and giving yourself the time and and the knowledge to or the time to take in all the knowledge yeah, and yeah. really find something that that works and and sounds well or works well how long did you spend i'm curious when you got like concept to actually let's say going live like how much time did you spend looking stuff up playing around failing um it probably took me a full 
full wow like four months or so because i that that trip was in october i think of 2000 what did i say 18 or 17 17 yeah, yeah, yeah 2017 and then i don't think i launched my first episode uh until i think april uh april 18 but the whole thing was uh you know it was like first of all i had to figure out what a hosting site was and then looked at all these different hosting sites yeah yeah then uh you know understand the rss feed and from there it was like okay i can just have this podcast but i want to make sure i've got things around it that mm -hmm. support it mm -hmm. so i wanted to make sure my website and web page look good for that oh you're way ahead of me man <laughs> well like yeah. so it's yeah, like that's awesome but the whole thing is uh one of my one of my favorite people um his name is Dan Ram and he's an international speaker and he's got this whole, uh, th his saying, his tagline is start now, start simple. Hmm. So, you know, looking back, maybe I should have just started just reaching out to people and, and not yeah. overthinking it, but this is how I did it. So I'm with you. My, mine was about the same time frame from mm -hmm. concept to, I started interviewing a couple of people, getting some recordings to when I launched typically between four and six months. Yeah. 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 And the the other thing too is like when you start recording, uh, one microphone is great, but then when you add an additional or more, it's yeah. just like it threw me for a loop trying to figure that out. Or the same mic, maybe I'm used to recording at home and then I go somewhere and like the same mic sounds great at home <clears throat> at home or I, in my closet or in my kitchen or I, I'm in a hotel lobby or something. The same mic that you think sounds good in one place, you go somewhere else, and it's like, what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to change all of these things. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, normal, funny challenges that you never think of uh, yeah. always are always coming up. And yeah. it's like, it's the beauty of it. Absolutely. Trying to man. figure that out and, and working the process. So you said something um, that I really love, that guy's quote of, you know, start now, start simple. Was mm -hmm. that right? Yeah. Um, Shout out Dan Ram. Yeah. Dan I love Ram. you, buddy. I'd like to check him out, man. It sounds good. Um that's so powerful and I hope the person listening, watching picks up on that because I think it's a little bit, it's probably a little bit skewed nowadays. Let's say someone does want to start a YouTube channel or a podcast. There are so many people out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, last I checked on Apple podcasts, live shows, there are over 700 and I think 5,000. So you're starting off with a competition of over 705,000 other shows. Mm -hmm. Now, I remember a few years ago when I was getting started, I think I heard that the number was around like between like two and 400, if that. And so even then is amazing. Like just like to start knowing that that's your competition, right? But we have so many people who have made it their, their passion project, their profession now to just make the best fucking content ever, like video, yep. audio, sick edits. And so I think we, that's what, where I'm getting at is I think that's what prevents a lot of people from starting and creating their their biggest passion project, the thing that's weighing on their heart, their biggest idea, the thing, mm -hmm. honestly, that we're all waiting to hear and watch, but people don't take action because they think everybody else's competition. Yeah. They think that everybody else's sound or video is better. And so they either don't get started or they do, and then just get stuck in comparison syndrome and then just never release it or never follow through and just fade away. Which is a shame because right now I think we – even though you, you, you gave those numbers, 700, 5,000, whatever it is, we are in the best time to be – right now is the best time to be doing this because yeah. there's a shift yeah. in all of social media and all of artistic uh, 
media or, or mediums where authenticity matters. Mm-hmm. Being authentic is valued over uh, making something that is inauthentic but very good. Yeah. So case in case in point, all of those people who were on Instagram, like the Instagram models, uh, you know, people who were just like uh, skewing their shit, their pictures and things like that, even though they had millions of followers, Instagram has now changed their algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Facebook has changed their algorithm. And if they were, and, and some of them might be, even be listening to this podcast and they'll be like, oh shit, yeah, he's right. Um, How did he find out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they changed their algori- algorithm and, you know, now they are losing money. They're trying to figure out themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do I what do I put out now? In some and, countries, I know Canada, they're even beta testing, if not even rolling out, getting rid of likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's, drastically reducing the ones that you see. So, mm-hmm. so the the whole point is going back to what you were saying. Um, if if it's your passion project, whether it's a podcast or or anything, as long as you are so authentic about it, um, that's what's really going to connect you with your audience and, yeah. and with with the people uh you want to you want to reach out to or you you want to reach in general how do you stay authentic like Man. How, how do you kind of like test what you're putting out there um if you do i i don't i don't know if i if i necessarily test um i just try to i met this this guy bryant wood who i think is a very very cool guy he's out here in la and just um, I got to take notes from all your referrals, man. Yeah, he, sounds well, like some good people. He's, he's really, really cool. If um, I'll see if I can if I can connect you with him, but he's he he started out in uh, in bodybuilding modeling, and you, okay, this guy is just like jacked. Him and his brothers are like we're all in it, and yeah. then I think his dad was in it as well, and he shifted. He he, he actually he was successful from like uh, from a very young age. And now he shifted from body image and building to mental health and like just being a pure loving yeah. individual and sharing that. Yeah. And and it's like you know not to be like lovey dovey, yeah. but um, this guy, this is what he does, and he's 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 very cool in that sense. Um, but he said to me one day, he's like, "Hey, dude, when you look at your stuff online, you are who you are online." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, how do you, what do you mean? He's like, when I look at everything that you have online, I expect that to be you when I meet you in person. Yeah. And if that doesn't match, then, uh, me as the consumer or the, the audience or the listener, um, I'm just not going to believe in you. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's something that is stuck in the back of my mind whenever I make a podcast or I'm putting something, you know, into the world. Yeah. Uh, I'm always just thinking, you know what? I am who I am online and I am who I am now, who I'm going to be online. So I'm just going to try and be authentic as possible. I agree, man. I I think this day and age, (laughs) I think authenticity and um, guys, I'm going to be totally transparent about my anxiety. We're like, the it phrases in social media and online world, I think in like 2018. Mm-hmm. This year, I think the real people, the real authenticity, like the people who actually want to just get rid of all the filters 
um, get rid of all the edits and just finally get to a point to where I think they've probably gotten comfortable and done the self work mm-hmm. to then be comfortable and share that with the world. Uh, I think there's a big shift going on right now with that. Yeah. And kind of coming from starting, you know, being around a lot of people uh, in this industry of, of kind of the first rise, the first wave of social media influencers, YouTube stars, content creators, and it actually being a thing other than just like a weird hobby. You see people out in public with a camera and stuff back in like 2012, 13. Um, I know a lot of people and it was very evident. You could see that they realized that they could just flip a switch. You, They realized that they they didn't have to be themselves. They could be anybody they wanted. And I do think there's a really cool thing there there's a cool concept that like whatever helps you whatever helps you grow whatever you want to do or be you can be it but then once that actually caught on and then all these people that they were creating content for and videos and stuff like that once they actually started seeing them in person in real life at conferences at expos or in real life or whatever there was a very very obvious difference and i think a lot of those people some of them aren't around some of them aren't as popular Mm -hmm. um they've a lot of them have had to make these kind of shifts and I can no longer just be me in real life and then be YouTube version or podcast version or Instagram version because there's that different expectation nowadays with the the viewer, the follower. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I just think I guess where I'm going is that you know the people who are really going to last and the people that are really going to have that perennial connection to their audience and the perennial products and services and platforms are the ones that have realized that because that means they've done the work themselves. They've mm-hmm. really gone through probably some shit, and they've figured out this is who I am, this is who I'm not, this is what I want to do, what I don't want to do, and that definitely funnels into their content. And, and the less you have to try to create and just allow things to kind of just be a conduit, you know, you be the conduit out of uh, of when your mind and your heart into the world, like you can't stop that. You know, there's no writer's block when you have to just constantly create things, but you what because you know who you are and what you want to do and what you want to be. Um, you just allow it to flow, man. So I think I agree. We're in a big shift right now, and the, like the real, the real is rising. Yeah, and and there's so many, uh, there there's so many things that prove that. I mean, first of all, when you're even flipping through Instagram right now, um, and and you see something fake versus real, you recognize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think the consumer is just getting tired of yeah the fake shit. You know. Because uh, once you know something, you can't unknow it. Yeah. Like once you know that this, this was like Facetune so much, or this was Photoshop so much, or this was edited so much, I mean the audience is so, is so savvy nowadays. You, yeah. You can't unknow these things. Right. And and you said something earlier too, where like you know people are really uh, telling their their story. You know if they went through a dramatic or traumatic experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I just want to say something that you don't necessarily have to have a huge traumatic experience to share what's going on. Yeah. Um, because I, I talked to someone who lost their father when they were really young. Um, I, I can't relate to that experience. I really can't. I can try and empathize as much as I want to, but I can't, I can't trump that. Right. Yeah. I can try and and listen and be there for them, but that doesn't mean I don't have like real shit that, that happened to me too, you know? Um, it's, it's just as important and no matter what it is, you can, someone can totally relate their life experiences to what's going on with you. And that's, that's the whole point of sharing and just being, being real, you know? I agree, man. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about, um, we talk like kind of like the background, we'll kind of share some like, 
why we got started, how we got started, mm-hmm. literally how to get started. Um, where do you see the potential of your show? Where do you see the potential of this platform, podcasting as a whole? Uh, you know, what does it really mean to you? For me, it's just like relationship building and storytelling, and it sounds in alignment with you. Where do you want it to go? Like, what do you think the potential of, of this is? See, like, that's that's such a, a good and big question. Um, we were kind of talking about it a little bit off off air here. Um, well, when when I first started, like I, like I was saying with my when I was telling my friends this, I was like, this is just a great thing that I could put out to the world yeah. and, you know, um, share what I'm learning. Well, it's in the, the short time that I've been doing this, um, I, I've learned so much about the podcasting world and been able to connect with, like I said, brilliant minds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, where I see this going is it's it's totally monetizable. You could definitely i can definitely make money off of this which is this, huge you're what episode how many episodes are you in i i'm i'm in my infancy man i've like only had 10? like 10 episodes i've already reached people in 19 different countries Damn i have man. over 4000 listeners that it sounds it depending on who you are yeah. it could be like uh that's nothing or it could be like holy shit you just got started and there's that i look at it from that perspective yeah. i i see the reach and i've had no real strategy behind it i haven't yeah. had consistency but now um you know, I've I've got tons of things lined up. Yeah, I have recorded uh, re- I have recordings uh, and different podcasts that I've already filmed and and uh, recorded. Dude, you're so far ahead of me where I was. I I didn't even think the word monetization. I didn't even think the word batching. I didn't even think get all this stuff done ahead of time or the potential. I didn't make a dollar off of it or even try to for the first 10, 11 months. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was just the mindset of, oh, well, I guess I just keep doing this, and maybe one day someone will like me enough to want to sponsor me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that you could strategically do things so that, yes, I love doing this, but then let me let me kind of create a business out of it. Right, and that's the whole thing. Like, I, I am not doing this just to create a business. Yeah, yeah. I want to be very clear with that. Where I see this going is me really doing what I said I would do. And that is reaching extraordinary people, yeah. finding the extraordinary within them, how they became that way, why they became that way, and sharing that with an audience who can hopefully take something from that and be extraordinary people themselves and create extraordinary atmospheres and yeah, yeah. hopefully in you know the most non-lovey-dovey way make a fucking <laughs> extraordinary world for all of us to live in. That's that's the reason. And nah, man, lovey-dovey is good. I'm here for it. Yeah, that's that's where I that's where I see this going. Yeah, I'm with you. And what wow. what about for Ever Forward? I mean, dude, you have in since 2016, you know, um you started doing interviews with your brother. Yeah. And now you've created a full-fledged business yeah. and it's still growing. What what where do you see it going? I think that's a really powerful question and honestly one that I I kind of mull over almost on a daily basis. Um it's realizing that like this isn't the thing. The podcast isn't the thing. Like Everything that I've done, everything that we can do, if we think about it kind of objectively or have some kind of uh, intention going into it, everything that we want to do can just be a springboard to the next thing. And for me, I realized that I've really taken a step back this year and looked at right, what is it that I'm really creating? What is it, you know, what's, what's happening here other than just hitting record on a camera or a recording device? Um, we're capturing a story. We're capturing a, a life lesson. 
Uh, we're capturing the potential for change. We're capturing the potential to affect the greater good. Um, and I firmly believe that because one person listening to your show, my show, one person watching one piece of content can be all it takes to have a an insane ripple effect. Because you never know what you say, what I say. You never know what kind of impact that's going to have on somebody and who that somebody could then be or even or who we could be, you know? Mm-hmm. And so really kind of just really looking at all these episodes, all these relationships, all this content and just being like, all right, this is all well and good for this, but like, what can we do more of? How can we grow it, scale it? Um, I'm making a conscious effort, lining things up now for, you know, for 2020, um, like doing this live, doing live podcast events, um, doing public speaking, um, started dabbling in both, uh, this year just to kind of take the same concept of really what I'm trying to, to do and convey, but just on a much grander scale. Um, and I promise I've been saying this for two years, my book, uh, I've had like three book ideas that I just want to get out into the world and I, I've started them and stopped them and started them and stopped them. Um, and so, yeah, just honestly, just taking this kind of same premise, like the core of what we're really doing here of getting real, finding our authentic self, connecting with other authentic people, um, curating that and then just sharing it on a much bigger scale because I'm with you, man. I, I think one of the things that resonate so much with, with, with you and what you're saying is that it's like almost selfish. You know, how can I just keep this for myself? Um, and that's honestly one of the biggest things that looking back on the whole podcast platform in the past, um, that had an immediate ROI for me. When I first started listening to podcasts on my miserable commute in Washington, D.C., <laughs> for like an hour and a half, two and a half hours sometimes, someone recommended, you know, a podcast. And I was like, what the hell is a podcast? And, you know, I started listening. I started listening to Mind Pump, started listening to Wellness Force Radio, Sean Stevenson, The Model Health Show, all these health and fitness shows. Because then when I would get to work as a health coach, I could immediately help people with the most current, up-to-date, best information that I, I didn't have to wait to read or didn't have to wait to go to a conference for. Um, and so I was like, yeah, what, 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 the more I kind of say it out loud now, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it was for me. And that was a catalyst for me to start. And that's the change that someone else's podcast created. And so, yeah, like what else, what else is there? What else is more? Like what else am I not doing? How am I not helping someone potentially by, by not really growing what I've already done? And, and great point for the listener to take here is that, you should be uh, you should be sharing all of all of that information. If you have an idea and you're not putting it out in the world for for everyone, you are not only inhibiting that person that potentially could take that, but you're inhibiting yourself because even though that person may take your idea, they may go and execute on that sure. idea. Yeah. They're still they're still going to come to you. They're never going to be you, exactly. They, they're yeah. never going to be you, but they're still going to come to you for everything in that space yeah. or, or you know, for trying to learn new information again. Yeah. So you become uh, you become the teacher. You become the master in some sort of way, uh, not just for that one thing that you came yeah. up with, but for everything in their lives. Because how many times have you gone back to listen to those people that you just mentioned to – to find more on training. Oh yeah. Even absolutely. though you're you're a certified coach, yeah. you have all this, the the capabilities and the uh, certified certified credits to yeah to teach people, but still you're going back to those guys, right? Yeah, I th- and I think 
we should always stay a student. I mean, that's probably one of the most cliche things, but never stop being a student. Never stop being a sponge. No matter how many letters or credentials you get after your name or titles you get in life or experiences that you think give you some kind of merit. And not to knock, I mean, they do. I mean, in the corporate world, yes. Like in your own business, yes. Like once you have more letters after your name and degrees and experiences, it all helps. It all makes you more valuable. Um, also, like it makes you more informed, makes you more educated. But the second you stop with that, like, oh, no, I'm good. Like I got my certification, I'm good. Or I got my degree, I'm good. Or I got my two-year master trainer. Or, you know, I went to this conference kind of thing. Um, the second you stop, like you've literally just like, you've like crippled yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. If you're not growing, you're going the opposite direction. You're dying literally. Yeah. Or even, you know, idling. And I've, um, that was really a big area of my life where I, I, was called out on the fact that I was just kind of idling. You know, I had good people in my life and they were like, you know, Hey, like you're, you're, you're capable of more. Uh, you know, I'm sure so many people hear that your parents like, Oh, we're not mad. We're disappointed. Or you (laughs) you have so much potential. You could do this. And, you know, and and that's the sign of, you know, it could just be a parent being a parent or a teacher being a teacher or a loved one being a loved one or whatever. But, um, I, I think it's a sign of just like people recognizing and other people like, I get so much from you. You have this gift that I don't have. And I think we all have these gifts. We have these gifts that others receive from us that don't seem like anything special. They are extraordinary to other people, but they are our ordinary. And I think a lot of times we stay idling because it's just who we are. You know, our ordinary, somebody else's extraordinary. It's just our norm. It's our norm. And so we don't try to excel. We don't try to move forward. Um, until we're in an environment where other people recognize that. And that's, you know, always being the student, always being the teacher kind of concept. You have to always be kind of growing and learning and surrounding yourself and engaging. Um, And I think the second that you stop that, the second you stop getting real and being around other people, like you're limiting not only your own potential, but so many others at at the same time. So who's one person that their ordinary is your extraordinary, that you just love listening to them or being around them? Yeah. Um. Let's pick just one. <laughs> you can pick it, as many as you want. Yeah. You can throw a couple in there. Um, I mean, uh, honestly, a lot of the people that I just kind of already said, you know, sticking with the podcast space, Sean Stevenson, Josh Trent, and, like, the whole crew over at Mind Pump, um, Adam, Justin, Sal, Doug. Uh, Shout out to Doug. Yeah. Gotta, Doug's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's the man behind the scenes. Um, yeah, just so many uh, of those guys that just had this kind of similar concept like us hit record and started doing stuff and just like I still like every time I, I talk to those guys or listen to their show I'm just like wow <laughs> yeah wow um and uh yeah I mean honestly literally just the Rolodex of people like anyone who's been on my show um it's just you know yourself included anyone who is just I'm here having a conversation with means that we both have done the things in our life to put us in a position to make time and make space and make like the mental space to have this conversation and make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes work. It takes work to do that. And so like, I respect everybody and anybody that does that because just that one act alone tells me that there are so many other things in your life that you're doing right. You put yourself on a path to be here with me. And so that you clearly have something that I can learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's, it's so cool. Um, the, the other thing too, 
is that you just mentioned all of those people. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you've met all of them in person, right? Multiple times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you first started, did you think you were going to meet all of them in person? Hell no, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, never in a million years. Um, I, um, I'll wait until we kind of like formally announce it, but like as of technically this morning, everything was finalized. A mentor of mine, someone that I've listened to and looked up to and consumed their content and message from for years. Um, I've been in his presence multiple times. I, I've been in his home multiple times. We, we now text and call each other. Uh, but a big other area, like talking about potential of what can be of where I'm going with the podcast world is this year I've also kind of created a podcast network, a podcast full-blown media production company. We just took over his show. Uh, and so it's someone that, again, has meant so much and contributed so much value to my life. Um, I'm like, I, like my team and my business, like we are now responsible for, but also we're contributing to the content that you're putting out in the world. And I'm just like, I'm helping you, but you don't understand how much you are helping me. It's unreal. That's so it's cool, unreal. man. Are you allowed to, to share who it is? Um, or or we can wait. You know, I don't want to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> it's um, trying to think. Yeah, I don't think he cares. Uh, oh, I should have cut off. Um, Jay Tita, Dr. Jay Tita. Oh, cool. Um, metabolic effect, uh, next level human. Um, like one of Sean Stevenson, the Model Health Show's like most repeat guests. Um, just I mean, he's a naturopathic physician, but it's someone that I've just consumed his content for years. Uh, and yeah, like officially as of this morning, everything's signed, the deal's done. We're like, he's now part of our, our media company. Um, and honestly it was, it was a great thing for me because he, with so many other things in his life and business had, have now prevented him from putting out his content. And I was like, yo man, like, let me help you. Like I can make sure that this gets out in the world. And he's like, all right, let's do it. I was like, cool. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, are you familiar with him? Have you ever checked out his stuff? You know, I, I think I've heard of him, uh, through he's a shaved I don't know if he's like white. He looks kind of like Hawaiian. Um, I'm not quite sure, but stocky guy, big burly guy, shaved head, um, like early 40s. I mean, he's a naturopathic physician. Um, he's just his stuff is unreal, man. Definitely have to check him out. Yeah, I will. I will. That sounds awesome. And like yeah. major congrat congratulations, dude. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he's now our, I think, eighth show. Yeah, eighth show like in our little kind of production company. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, and that's the whole thing. Like, you got started in this space, had no idea you were going to meet these people, and now you're working with someone that, you know, you thought you might have never met, yeah, but, like, yeah. is now becoming a close business partner yeah, and yeah. someone that you can learn, uh, you can just learn from, you know, one-on-one. -on -one Absolutely. Instead of just reading books and things, you yeah. know. It's it's crazy how this works. If you just start now, you just try and, and do something. Yeah. Um, the The opportunities and the possibilities are really endless depending on, you know, just how far you want to take it. And that's it, too. Another great point there is that a big lesson I've had to learn is that, honestly, it's really not up to us to really kind of decide the opportunities. But it is up to us to, to start. Once we start, momentum happens. And then once that happens, opportunities present themselves. Mm -hmm. I guarantee I promise you. Because you will realize, like I was saying earlier, you get started on the thing and the thing becomes another thing. I mean, when I was doing my show, like, I never thought that this would turn into, you know, like, oh, and now we do other podcasts. But if you do something well enough, long enough, or just 
one degree better than somebody else, like you were saying earlier, like they're going to keep coming back to you. They're going to want to know more, like, mm-hmm. even though they may be doing it. But like you're now the guy, you're the girl. Um, and so that's it kind of like happened like about a year ago. Other, so many other people wanted to do a podcast and I was helping them like, you know, this this worked well for me. This didn't. And then one day someone was just like, you know, hey, well, how much do you charge just to do this? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, like. And then, yeah, then I started, like, consulting people and then started full-blown, like, launching shows for people. And now we, like, consult and produce and all this kind of stuff. And, like, that's been a whole other area of business growth and monetization uh, and learning um, and sponging um, this year that I had no idea was possible. I never started this show because I wanted to get into, you know, the production company business. Um, But now here we are. And it's really, it's, like, the same, same, but different. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just more directly dialed in plugged in to people that continue to make me better and i'm also responsible for it so now it's a guarantee (laughs) that you know i'm going to be listening to your stuff i'm going to be following up with you i'm going to be staying in contact with you because now we have an obligation to get your stuff done but like it's almost like i should be paying them man like like you're teaching me so so much yeah and and if you're listening to this and you're paying him please tell him (laughs) you know (laughs) start paying us (laughs) no um that that's so cool man and i mean the one of the 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 best mindsets in my opinion is you don't have to know everything right you don't you never can you you never can you can try and and you can like i was saying when i first started the podcast you know i wanted to make the website and make sure everything around it was good too i didn't need to do that And, and honestly when you're first starting out, it's it's really not that important. Yeah. Just yeah. just get it going. Yeah. And like I said, the universe, you know, starts building around yeah. you. And the more people you meet and tell them what you're doing, they will start helping you. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much just from coming on your podcast, going to Mind Pump, going to Anthony Trucks, going That's to all these met. other people. Yeah. I don't think we even connected that dot. You know, shout out Mind Pump and the guys. Yeah. Like, we met at their live event in Manhattan Beach, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. Uh, and because of them just staying consistent and doing the thing, now here we are. Like, yeah. You have your show, I have my show, new relationship, new guests. Um, who knows where this is going to go from here? And, you know, I'll, Adam especially, but all the guys in my point, but definitely Adam, probably one that I have the most regular contact with. You know, he's always, you know, how can I help? How can I help? Let me make this connection. You know, how's mm-hmm. it going? You know, he, um, you were just there yesterday yeah. with him. Um, you know, and just... W- all of the guys there, definitely the most open-minded, non-scarcity-minded people I think I've ever met. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Because they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They totally get it. Like, like yeah. we've been talking about this whole podcast. You know, they started kind of where we started. They're like, yeah. well, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, yeah. but we're going to try like it out. like Doug's Kitchen, I think, just yeah. <laughs> huddled around a shitty mic probably. The same thing we were doing. I mean, you probably started off better than I did. I had like a $50 microphone in this big-ass echoey room. And, yeah. Yeah. But, and But you started, man. Exactly. I started. That's it. Exactly. And it's like uh, the the one thing that I that I can't harp on enough in this in this podcast is it doesn't have to be a podcast. Yeah, yeah. It can yeah. be whatever it is you're thinking. Just try it. Start it. If you want to be an actor, actress, or director, start acting or directing something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you want to be a writer, go go ahead and write. One of the best things that I learned going to the this inf- this uh, conference called Influencer. Rachel Hollis spoke. Oh, wow, yeah. Do you know who Rachel Hollis oh, yeah, is? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know who she was. Girl, wash your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, shout out to her because I, I text my girlfriend. I was like, hey, uh, 
this girl Rachel Hollis is speaking. Do you know who she is? And she's like, oh, my fucking God, I'm going to kill yeah, you. She's yeah. speaking, and I'm not there. And I'm like, oh, so you know her? <laughs> You're like, Rachel who? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and uh, Rachel comes out on the stage, blows everyone's mind, just yeah. like gives great touch point after great touch point. And one of the cool things was she's like, give yourself the permission to suck. Really give yourself the, per- the permission yeah, yeah. to suck. Like, who feels weird when they're talking to their phone? Yeah, it's because you suck at it. And it, and it doesn't feel normal, but the more you do it, the less it's going to yeah. suck and the more normal it's going to feel. And the more you'll figure out why you're doing it. I think that's the biggest thing. Once people really spend time to figure out why they're doing anything, why they're doing a YouTube channel, why they're FaceTiming, why they're podcasting, why they're writing a blog. Like for me, personally speaking, that has taken away every ounce of, of awkwardness or confusion. Or I still recognize in a lot of things I do, like I suck. I'm like, wow. I could do so much better or I really need to learn this, but I never falter. I, I, I never become hesitant or question because I know why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think if people spend more time on that, um, and that goes back to our whole point earlier of, you know, authenticity, people spending the time to actually know themselves, to know thyself, and, or at least to put themselves on the path to keep figuring that out. Why, 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 why? Yeah, I know. Have you read Simon Sinek's book? Of course, yeah. Actually, I just downloaded his new one uh, on Audible. I forget what it's called. Um, He just put out a new book. Oh, that's awesome. Like like last week or something like that, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I I saw his keynote probably like 2014, and I was like, wow, mind blow. Holy crap. So true, man. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for Forever Forward? I know something's coming up in April 2020 that yeah, I think you're putting together. That's going to be our next summit. Um, so I, I kind of played around, like I said earlier, with some public speaking and some live events this year. Uh, we had two, two events. Uh, I did one speaking engagement. I really, really loved them all. And so I'm really trying to take it to the next scale. Uh, we actually had Sal. I was one of our guest speakers at the summit. Um, He's awesome. Yeah. All that stuff's coming out real soon. I can't wait. Um, so April... The weekend of April 19th, April 17th through the 19th, 2020, still nailing down the exact location. I was kind of doing some polling in my audience. Should we do like West Coast, East Coast, maybe in the middle, down in Texas probably. Um, I'm still trying to figure out where exactly it's going to be. I'm kind of, it's either going to be here in LA again or Austin. Uh, Cool. I feel those are probably the two heavy hitter um, chances right now. But yeah, it's going to be that weekend. It's going to be a much bigger scale. Like we're going to do a book a full venue. It's going to be live speakers. Um, just you know, learn, 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 um, nonstop. And kind of going back to the why of it all, and a lot of things that I do, especially with you know, like releases. You know, I released this podcast January twenty second, two thousand seventeen. That was the anniversary, the memorial of our father's passing. The whole reason that we have Ever Ford was from him. Um, April nineteenth is his birthday. Uh, and so I always try to do things that it just adds a little bit extra, I guess you could call it motivation or reason, a little bit less just oomph for me to like not let this suck, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it has a meaning behind it. There's a why behind it. Um, yeah, so we're, I'm going to go all in as I can on that uh, and just bring good people together, uh, podcast listeners, clients, you know, anybody and everybody who's a part of the EF Nation, uh, familiar with my story and the whole EF story and just bring on speakers and experiences and um, just do a, a full like weekend full of storytelling, man. Man, that's amazing. I, and I still like the evolution of ever forward is growing now into a 
another summit essentially. Yeah, the, yeah. The yeah, second summit, summit. Twenty twenty. Yeah. And again, like you, you just you don't know where anything's going to take you, and it's so like I still me don't. sitting here, <laughs> I'm like fucking so inspired. And like literally my, my, my skin is like tingling right now. I'm like, dude, that is so crazy that you're doing this and you started in, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. You just kept it going. You're like, this is what I'm going to do. I love doing this and I'm going to do it well. Yeah. And learn along, along the way. It's, it's profound, man. Rewind the last like 15 seconds of what Seth just said. I mean, that's literally it. That's all you have to decide to do. That's all you need to write down as your daily mantra. That's all you need to remind yourself of. Mm -hmm. Um, and the days are long, but the weeks fly by, the years fly by. And if you can just show up every day and in some way just do the thing, just in the most basic fundamental way, just just set one goal, one small, tiny little thing. Um, do one thing. That one step will show you the next one. You don't need to know all of the steps. You can't. You definitely can't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, really quick here, I want to ask you a couple questions. Um, what are the books that you're reading? Mm. What are the books that you would recommend? Ah, yeah, awesome. So I'm actually, I'm going to have to look this up because I just want to make sure I don't get the name wrong. Um, I was traveling recently and I just picked up in um, the Union Station, Washington, D.C. Um, oh, crap, what's his name? I got this new book. Uh, I also, like I told you, I just got uh, Simon Sinek's new one, The Audible. Um and I got this new book from this author, Brian, crap, what's his name? Um, Bill Bryson. Bill Bryson. Um, he's known for this book called A Walk in the Woods, I think it was. Uh, his experience of like walking the Appalachian Trail, which is a actually a huge life goal of mine. Um, this is, oh my God. Of course, now I have one bar. The internet's not going to pull. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I um, I, I wanted to go back to my roots a little bit, so I picked up the, his new book. Uh, it's something. It's called like Your Body. Um, of course, it's not going to load now, but it's just like a really, really cool scientific, but not super scientific look and description of like human evolution and like understanding like how do we first figure out like what goes on in our brain and bacteria and like how your skin regenerates and all this cool stuff. Oh yeah, it's called the body. Yeah, a guide for occupants. Um, and I always enjoy going back to kind of like my, my health science roots and stuff and just going back to basic principles and fundamentals. Um, that one, the new Simon Sinek book, are two that I'm currently reading. And I'm finishing up Ryan Holiday's latest, um, Stillness is the Key. Cool. Ryan Holiday is my absolute favorite author. And if I could recommend, I do recommend one book for every person, no matter wh who you are, where you're from, or what you want to do with your life. Uh, Ego is the Enemy. That book totally like slapped me in the face. I, I, of course, this is the ego saying this, but, you know, I don't think of myself as an egotistical person. I didn't then when I read it, but that just showed me so many areas of my life where I was like, yep, yeah, Chase, you're putting yourself first or like, this is where you're being a self-centered asshole kind of thing. Uh, and I was so many times I would read that book and I would set it down. And I would just be like, oh my God, like what? I would walk away from the book and I was just, un I was blown away, uh, like the things it was calling me out on. And and I think that we could all use some of that kind of, you know, reminder of the self. And then from there, honestly, like every, every holiday book has been instrumental in my life. Um, 
Ego is the enemy, obstacle is the way, stillness is the key, or his kind of like trilogy. Uh, and then every day for the past three going on four years, I've read and shared online his, uh, his quote, quotation book from Stoicism called The Daily Stoic. Cool. Uh, all writings and readings from Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, Epictetus, all the great Stoic philosophers. It's just one little brief you know, quote and like a, a follow-up. Uh, it really just helps set my intention for the day and brings me back to principles of the self and goal setting and you know all the above man so that's awesome man what about you uh so first of all I, i've got to say this i love asking this question on podcasts because uh even though as a listener you can't necessarily see how they talk about oh. their favorite books <laughs> but people get into this question. oh yeah it's true and, and you know if you were if you were sitting here with chase you could see it you know in his eyes <laughs> and on his face like how like how into you know the books that he loves yeah, are yeah. are uh, you know have impacted him and I just, I, I love it. I, I love it. So um, for me, uh, let's see what I'm reading right now. I'm call I'm reading a book on autoimmune disease. It's called, oh man, it's in my bag. Autoimmune something. We um, both suck at remembering our recent books. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like literally reading it right yeah. now. I posted about it yesterday. Um, anyways, uh, it's by, do you know who Mark Hyman is? Yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hyman. Yeah. Well, it's by the guy who works with Dr. Mark okay. Hyman. I think it's uh, Dr. O'Brien. Anyways, um, it's really, really cool. It's just a, a very, like, informational book. Yeah. I learned the other day that there's, depending on what gene you have, um, coffee can either increase your, your risk for mortality or oh, decrease wow. it. Yeah, which is crazy. Oh, um, God, that's dangerous because I drink a lot of coffee, man. I know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I posted that the other day, and everyone's like, oh, my God, how do you find out? how do you find out? Because I drink coffee all the time and I'm like, okay, all right, hold on. Uh, yeah. just genetic tests, blood work. You but know. see again, that goes back to your point earlier of like when we learn things, it's not just for us. Like the more we share, like look at the impact you like the, that one person or people that hit you up, like maybe they go take that test and they find out and that radically changes their life for the better or changes something. And that, that's the ripple effect. Totally. Knowledge is meant to be shared. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's the book I'm reading right now. As far as like what I'd recommend, um, "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Oh, um, yeah. That dude, you gotta book, get, the, get the audiobook. Oh yeah, he the, reads it. Oh wow, it's okay. intense, dude. It's so intense. Well, so yeah. talking about intensity, every chapter I read, I literally felt I just wanted to go like run through a brick wall <laughs> right afterwards. I was like, I can yeah. do it, yeah, no man. problem. And um, it was. So far, the only book that I've read from uh, cover to, to end that I like cried when it was over. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want this to end. Yeah, I want I want more. This yeah. is so this is so amazing. You know the way it's making me feel. Um, so there's that one. Another one I recently read was The Talent Code by I think his name's Jack Coyle. I haven't heard that one. So it's all about talent and how it's not natural and it's not given. It's actually. Um, built it's it's built over time and he talks about it at the molecular level what happens and uh over time there's this thing called myelin oh yeah that uh that wraps around it's your the coding for all of our neurons firing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and as that grows it connects yeah. the synapses to the neur uh to the fiber i think or to the the fiber tissue or something Anyways, the myelin it, wraps around the neural pathways in our brain that basically coat uh, every neuron, axon, dendrite, my, it, the myelin sheath, it's called. Yeah. And so the more that we do things, it lays it down. And there are certain things that we can take, like lion's mane, shout out, Forsomatic, um, that actually will grow 
new myelin. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we've seen in studies that people who have like degenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, dementia, that they have some of it, they have none, uh, or it's been completely diminished. And they look at the brain, you know, after the fact. But yeah, yeah myelin is some powerful shit, man. Yeah, it, and so it works as like an insulator for yeah, yeah. for it your increases brain. The conduit. Yeah. So the more myelin you can you can produce. Uh, the better you will get at that skill or whatever you're doing, and um, that's the ten thousand reps. Yeah, concept. Yeah. So uh, he goes into that. He's like, you have to do deep practice. You can't just practice something. You have to do deep practice where you're on the verge of getting better or, or finding something out, yeah. but you're not quite getting it. So you have to like really, really try hard. Yeah. And the more you do that, the more myelin you create, and that's that's when uh, those synapses start firing and firing and firing. If you like that, you should check out a book. It's a couple years old now. Um, it was a follow-up, um, Charles Duhigg, The Power of Habit. He wrote a follow-up book to that called Better, Stronger, Faster. And it goes into a lot of the concepts you were just talking about. And actually, that's one of the main reasons why he, he did the study on the Marine Corps, why they got away, if you remember, years and years ago, was natural-born killers or like natural-born whatever. They got away from that because they found that people, once they kind of like they were in basic training or they resonated with that and they maybe weren't progressing as well as they thought or maybe they were failing out. They're like, oh, well, I guess I, I just wasn't made for this. I wasn't born for this. So they got rid of this whole aspect of like people are born this way or not, but rather looking at to how we can actually just kind of like foster a more creative environment, educational environment. But like you're saying, you know, th- everything is possible. You know, mm-hmm. we're, all, we're all born in, you know, with a starting point. You can m- definitely make the argument, you know, neurology – um, neurologically speaking, physiologically speaking, some of us definitely have advantage or disadvantage over some things. But like, if you just do the work, lay down the reps, you can literally grow new tissue. You can lay down new muscle memory, lay down new neural pathways. Um, so, getting rid of the whole natural born thing, or like a born leader, born killer, or born whatever, um, yeah, it completely revolutionized their recruiting, uh, their retention, uh, the success rate. I think it decreased the mortality rate because people realize, oh, I just need to go get more training on this versus I guess I'm just not meant for this. So, like, you get caught in the heat of a moment and then fucking, you know, yeah, you, you die or sacrifice the mission or something. Yeah, That's so cool. I'm going to – dude, I'm definitely going to read that. Yeah, that yeah, Charles Duhigg. Uh, Power of Habit was great as well, but I, I really thoroughly enjoyed his book, The Follow-Up, More, Better, Stronger, Faster. Okay. Yeah. All really right. Good. Definitely going to check that out. Yeah. All um, great for, like, productivity and stuff. The – the other book I would recommend, and like, there's so many books I want to recommend. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Um, and also, I should say this: I didn't even start reading books really, like, until I was like 23, 24. I I was terrible. Um, and like, even in college, I I got by just by like skimming books or like reading Cliff Notes. I was Same. not a Same. big reader, and now I fucking love it. Yeah, it's so weird, and I I every time I think about it. Uh, of, of how I didn't read when I was younger, I get pissed. I'm like, dude, <laughs> come on, Seth, just just read. Yeah, like yeah. everyone was in silent reading time in there in school, and yeah. I always just like fucked around during yeah. that. Because we have a Y for it now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. But um, the the other book I'd recommend is I've got to give a shout out to Brendan Bouchard. Um, his high performance habits, high performance habits, Jeez, how extraordinary yeah. people become that way. Um. If you can't afford the, a coach, go buy that book. Yeah, and the other thing too is like, don't just read it. Actually, do the steps or like, or like, yeah, yeah. take five minutes after you read it, or after you read a section, and and do you know the quote unquote homework or yeah. or the exercise. It 
changes everything. It's so cool. Yeah. Learning without doing is the same thing as not knowing. Or yeah. I should say, what's I learned this actually from Josh Trent. He had a guest on his show, Wellness Force Radio. Um, knowing without doing is simply the same thing as not knowing. Mm-hmm. I, that, I couldn't agree more, man. That book was transformational for and me. I'll give one example. One example just just to to promote it. Um, the I, I recently did my first half marathon this year. Uh, first time I did any type of distance running, wow. and it was it was great. I really really loved it. And the training, the 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 process and the training was the part that I really loved <coughs> even more more so than than the actual marathon itself. But there's there's a section in Brendan's book that says when you're at high stress or and you make a shift in in the day, like you're going from looking at emails to uh, oh, going yeah, into a meeting yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. take 10 seconds and just breathe in, breathe out, mm. breathe in, breathe out, and really focus on how you're going to accomplish the next thing. Yeah. Literally take yourself away from what you were just doing and set your intention for the next thing. Yep. So I did that during my, tr- my, my training and like, you know, I never thought I would take a business or yeah, yeah. Like a, like a business training concept, like a into, personal development kind of thing. Yeah. In, into, into running. Into running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I would run, I, I did this run, walk, run training where I would run when I was finished with the the running block, I would just stop for like 10 to like 30 seconds and just seriously uh, take deep breaths and focus on, I'm going to crush this next four minutes. Yeah. I'm going to crush this next five minutes. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. That's a champion mentality, man. Yeah. yeah. And I did it and I was like, damn, I'm so happy I read that book just for that. <laughs> just for that. You know, so. Yeah. Um, At least for, for my show, for sure, I'll definitely list out all these down in uh, the show notes for everybody. Yeah. Um, maybe even throw in, definitely the ones we've been talking about, but. Yeah, maybe a couple others that I think, if you like this, you might like that kind of thing. Dude, that'd be yeah. awesome. Dude, awesome. Seth, it's been awesome having you on, man. Yeah, um, it's been a great being on it. And thanks yeah. for being on mine, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Um, I have one final question I ask everybody and kind of um, sharing with you, Ever Ford, and it sounds like you know, you've kind of done the homework and, and are aware of where I started and kind of the progression and stuff. And I'm curious, what does that mean to you? How would you say that you live a life, Ever Ford? Man, just sticking with why I do things. Um I seriously believe there are extraordinary people and those are the people who have, have found the extraordinary inside themselves. Mm. But with that said, I also feel that no matter who you are, there is an extraordinary part of yourself that you may not have shared yet or you may not have found, but it is inside you. And I truly believe in that. So how I live a life ever forward is just trying to find that in those people. And then maybe for the people who have already found it, just, you know, finding out how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's amazing, yeah. man. Absolutely. And, and so I want to, I want to follow up question because I always ask a question. Oh, at the perfect. End of my podcast <laughs> is, um, you know, if you're giving advice to someone who is just trying to figure it out, maybe they're young, maybe, maybe they've, Mm, had a mm. career and they're trying to get into something else and they're just, you know, they're stuck. Yeah. What's the advice you would give them? I've been not asked directly this question before, but when I'm, how I'm interpreting it, I would say a similar type question. And, and all, all I think we can really do is just share our experiences. Um, what has worked for us, what hasn't. And so to answer that, I'll say one area, if I could go back and just like when I was stuck or like, oh, I wish it maybe would have done something different. 
that thing for me was I wish I would have allowed myself to feel. I wish I would have just truly, instead of rushing to try to find a way to get out of like, God, I hate this feeling, or like I'm so depressed, or I'm, I'm, I'm in grief, or I'm de- depressed. I said depressed twice. You know, <laughs> Maybe I was really depressed. Um, <laughs> or, or just whatever. Instead of trying to just rush to just escape that feeling, mostly negative or perceived negative feelings and emotions and states of life and states of being, but you know, even positive, just feelings are there for a reason. They're there to kind of allow us to learn. They're there to show us how we can not do this thing again or how to do this thing again. Particularly for me, I didn't allow myself to to really feel loss and grief and pain um, and remorse and sorrow, particularly when we lost our father. Um, and, And then even again later in life through some like personal hardships, professional hardships I was just like where can I go how can I get out of this situation you know physically mentally emotionally um but I wish I would have allowed myself and I would say the same thing kind of like directly answer your question just feel just allow yourself to be present just like the Brendan Machard thing just take 10 seconds and just this sucks or this is really good and just really soak it in take it in and understand that that lesson that that is that thing is there to teach you because i promise you no matter how great or how horrible that situation is there's a lesson in there there's a gift in there um and you know who knows i mean everything happens for a reason they say or i think everything happens and then it's up to us to put a reason to it um but maybe if i if i had allowed myself to feel sooner Maybe I would have started the podcast sooner. Maybe I wouldn't have, you know, suppressed so many of those emotions. Maybe I would have worked through my personal demons sooner. And maybe I would have, you know, be even further along my journey where I am now. But I didn't. Uh, and I'm here now. And I'm very happy with where I am now. And I'm very happy with where I believe I'm going to go. Um, because I've learned how to really kind of be present and just feel and just just go through that. And just be okay with it, really. Wow, man. Um, Jesus. I really... I, all I can say is I, I, I just want to acknowledge you for f- for really looking into your self-awareness. Because mm. it's hard, man. <laughs> it takes I, time. I don't want to say a lot of people don't do that because that would just be subjective. But I can say for myself, um, I haven't allowed myself to do that all the time. Yeah. And just hearing that from you is, man, um, it's, it's giving me like the shakes. Hopefully it's a good reminder. Yeah. You know, and even, even for myself again, I mean, I'm not perfect. Uh, I, I still try to like, I mean, it's human nature. Like the initial reaction, especially if it's uncomfortable or fearsome or not pleasant, our initial reaction is we want to just like escape it. Right. That's mm-hmm. survival mode. But, um, I, it's one thing I would say I, I give the most attention to, to try to just remind myself of more and more. So, you know, hopefully it's a good reminder for me, a good reminder for you and anyone listening. Yeah, man, seriously, it definitely is for me and yeah, I can, I agree with you. Hopefully, awesome, hopefully man. some of the listeners take something yeah, away from this. Absolutely, man. Well, um, dude, like where you are in your process uh, and your progress also of just like 10, 12 episodes, I think you're in your show is it's awesome to see. And it's just a reminder of what's possible when people finally decide to take action. I'm thinking back like my episode 10, 12, I was still trying to like figure, literally figure components out of microphones and, <laughs> and figure yeah. things out of like, oh, am I doing this right? Or am I, are they going to think I, I suck and just... It's awesome to see, man, which is a good motivator for me because of my health. People like you are this far along in episode 10, 12. I got to get back to work. <laughs> oh, man. No, and, and, and please, I, I appreciate that. But, yeah. you know, um, I'm looking up to you, and, and I'm literally inspired every time I, 
I see awesome, an episode man. come Thank out and listen you. to it. Uh, and the one thing I, I got to give you so much props on, uh, the thing you do with you and your wife, uh, oh, you, you guys the, have like the relationship podcast, yeah, like every, every once a month, once a month. Yeah, yeah. that is so cool. Honestly, the, I get, thank you, by the way, I, I get the most feedback about that. And everyone's like, more May. More. I'm like, should I just give the show to her? <laughs> well, no, that's the real shit that we're talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, man, I, you guys are opening up about your relationship. Um, I've listened to the episodes and it's kind of like no holds bar. Just That's my wife for damn sure. Yeah. yeah. And that was a big area that she helped me with um, earlier when I was talking about, you know, people who were like, mm, you're, you're capable of more. Like it was predominantly her. Yeah, you know, she's she's she very quickly and very early on in our relationship. Um, her and I both knew from literally from we call it day zero. We started literally dating like it was like, the second we met, it was over. Um, and maybe like week two, she called me out. She's like, "So where are you going with your life? Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you like? Are you okay with?" Because I was like glorified part time position. I was like, Rah. like I was comfortable. I was so comfortable, and I was idling. And she just could see right through me, and she was like, "No, like there's so much more." here. And if you want me to be a part of your life, your future, like, I want you to kind of explore that more. And so she lit a fire under my ass. And wow. now sometimes I think she wished she could take it back because <laughs> I, I never shut up. I'm always on the go. Like, it's, you know, podcast this, content that, conference here, meeting, blah, blah. blah. But, and um, I'm like, it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So um, I appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Honestly, those are some of my favorites, too. Um, it's a, just a good conversation. And the feedback that I get. It's not just like, hey, I like this episode, but like this helped me as much. This helped me with my relationship. This helped me with my significant other. Or we just dropped one last week about, you know, religion and growing up in spiritual households and how we kind of interpret that and just walks of life, man. I think they're just universal truths and universal parts of being human and this human experience that everyone has, everyone is, or damn sure will go through. And we can all just, we can help each other out along the way. Yeah, man. I totally agree and i was listening to one of the episodes with you and may uh with my girlfriend in the car and she's like oh oh you're gonna go talk to to chase <laughs> oh cool yeah yeah no 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 that's you should talk to him more often and i was like chase my man you're hooking me up point yeah, seven yeah, you know <laughs> so i appreciate that awesome man thank yeah. you so much well you know thanks for all that you're doing um same and i'm you know thanks again to mind pump for doing their thing and you know getting to do what they love and creating a business out of it and bringing people together like this. So yeah. it's really cool, man. 100%. Chase, thanks, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope I provided some insight and some knowledge that will ultimately help you expand your mind and your life. If you can do me a huge favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever your favorite streaming platform is, I would sincerely appreciate it. It will help me grow and will help my message get out to the world. So again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I absolutely look forward to the next time I can spend some time with you. All right, my friends, stay extraordinary.